CBS Sports Radio 650 and on 95.7 HD3 KIKK Pasadena, KKHH HD3 Houston, a radio.com station. Helping Houstonians live their best foodie lives. It's time for I'm Sorry for What I Said When I Was Hangry. Hey guys, and welcome back to our third episode of I'm Sorry for What I Said When I Was Hangry. I'm Jesse Watt. And I'm Danielle Dubois. And can we talk about the fact that it's already August? The year has gone by so fast. Was it like Easter yesterday? I know. I think because of COVID and everything, this year has just flown by. Like what happened? I know. It's August. Summer's almost over. Kids are going back to school. And Houston Restaurant Week is starting. That's the best part of August is Houston Restaurant Week. So this is going to be my first Houston Restaurant Week. It's exciting. Get your stomach prepared. You need to get mentally prepared for this. (laughs) Mentally and physically prepared for Houston Restaurant Week. It's like training. It's like before Thanksgiving when you start to eat like more and more mashed potatoes every day just to see how much your stomach can hold. Absolutely. It's not just like a sprint. It's like a whole like race. Like it's a marathon. Like you have to mentally prepare yourself for this. It's not a sprint. They have an Instagram account for it, correct? Yeah, they have an Instagram account. It's Houston Restaurant Weeks with an S. Okay. And they also have an app. Oh, no way. Yeah, Houston Restaurant Weeks. That's awesome. And we're going to have so much more information on Houston Restaurant Week coming up on next week's episode. We're going to have a special guest come on with us talking about all the ins and the outs of Houston Restaurant Week. So get excited for that. And the best and easiest way to make sure that you don't miss it is to subscribe to our podcast on radio.com. Now, our favorite way to kick off the show each week is to give you guys the best date night spots, whether you're going on a first date or you just need to find someplace new to spice up date night. We have it for you. What's our first date spot this week, Danielle? Our first date night spot is going to be 60 Vines in Rice Village. We love 60 Vines. We've been there before. We have. What is the vibe like for anyone that hasn't been inside 60 Vines? What is it like when you walk inside? The vibes is like a Joanna and Chip Gaines vibe where it's like farmhouse, that rustic, chic look to it. Yeah. For anyone that hasn't been to 60 Vines before, it's in Rice Village and it's kind of by like the Gap, Athleta, all like the shopping centers and my favorite part is that you've probably parked right by it and didn't even know because 60 vines has an upstairs to it and if you park in that free two-hour parking above those stores you can walk straight into the restaurant from that parking center yeah this place is massive it's two stories which i didn't realize this is a good date night spot but it's also like they have brunch they have snacky foods it's really any kind of vibe you're going for when you're going to take your date out matches this at 60 vines so give us like a little description on the menu what can you get at 60 vines well first and foremost this is a place obviously when we think of the name 60 vines it's a wine lover's paradise right yeah so it has 60 taps on the upper level and the bottom level so you can you can go up to the bar you can try the different types of wines amazing and they have 2.5 ounces a five ounce and an eight ounce and then you can also Mm. try wine flights So you don't have to get a whole glass of wine. You can try that 2.5 ounce, which is so nice. You can try a a few different types and not feel like, oh, I'm getting sloshed in here. (laughs) You're like, we'll have our third wine. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) So it can be a fun, interactive date night. Like, oh, you know, I know this guy might like wine. Like, let me offer up this idea. And you get to pretend like you know what you're talking about with wines, too, because, you know, every time they're like, do you like the wine? You're like, "Mm, yes. Well, then it's the interactive nose. in the sense of like the bartenders, I guess. I'm not sure if they called them like vino tenders. <laughs> <laughs> 
They will guide you through because they're so knowledgeable about the wine. Right. And they even have frozen drinks, which is, I don't know why, but every time I go to a restaurant that has frozen drinks, I get excited. They have the frosé and a frozen sangria. The frosé is so good. I actually had that at brunch this past Saturday. Mm, The best. Yes. So you posted on your Instagram story at Hangry Houstonian. If you don't follow Danielle, she's our foodie expert on the show. She knows everything there is to know about food in Houston. And she picks the best things on the menu to feature on her page on Instagram, which is the reason I went to brunch this weekend at 60 Bites. So what did you get? Well, I had two other girls with me, so this Mm -hmm. wasn't just all for me. Uh, (laughs) We got a short rib sandwich. It was divine. Then we also got these sweet potato pancakes. Oh my gosh, so good. I wanted to mention in the past that I've gotten the fig and prosciutto pizza. It has Mm -hmm. like this white sauce with honey. I love pizza with honey. If you have not had pizza with honey, I guarantee you, you will like it. It's just one of those things. It's good. It's not like a pineapple with pizza. I'm not a pineapple with pizza kind of human, but like honey on my pizza, game changer. So just give it a try. Promise. If you're going on a casual date, I think 60 Vines is probably a really good spot because you can amp it up and get a little more fancy if you want. But I've gone to 60 Vines before just to get the boards. Yeah. So they have beautiful charcuterie boards. They have smaller appetizers, small plates that I love. So you don't have to go there and feel like you're having a big meal. See, so 60 Vines is like the perfect spot to take someone on a very first date because whether you're just going to do casual, but you want to amp it up a little bit. There's a lot of different wines to try and there's really good food involved. Yeah. 60 Vines hits on a lot of different points because if the person that you like likes wine or if they're a foodie, they have great foods, but then they also have great cocktails and great wine options. Okay. 60 Vines was our first date night option this week. What's our second date night spot, Danielle? Our second date night spot is Postino's. We love Postinos. I love Postinos. I feel like we're going with a vibe this week because 60 Vines and Postinos, like they're kind of similar, but in their different ways, like totally different vibes. So when you walk into Postinos, this is not Chip and Joanna Gaines. Not Chip and Joanna Gaines, but it's like, it's a smaller restaurant. So it's like a little bit cozier, a little bit more intimate where I feel like 60 Vines is like bright accents, high ceilings, Johanna Gaines, like very much so like you're out in the country, whereas Postinos, you're feeling more intimate. You're like probably on a patio under a yellow umbrella, like... Yeah, yeah, but I love Postino's. Okay, so Postino's has actually a really cool deal that they do, which would be a great option for date night balling on a budget. Balling on a budget definitely can hit home at Postino's. If you do on Monday or Tuesday night after 8 o'clock for $25, it's going to get you a bottle of wine and a board of bruschetta. Okay, seriously, these boards, like when you think bruschetta, don't you all, I always think those little tiny. You think the little tiny things. These yeah. are four massive pieces. They're huge. They're huge. Exactly. They're four massive pieces and they're each cut up into fours. Exactly. So it's almost like eating an entire sandwich. Absolutely. Like, it's it's Technically, it's like 16 pieces. It'll fill you up. In a lot of places, if you want to get a board like that, it would be $25 in and of itself. But this, you get a bottle of wine on top 
top of it. And I think it's such a great date night spot because you can get an additional board and then you can kind of say, okay, hey, I'll give you a piece if you give me a piece. Pepper jelly is my favorite. What's your favorite? I like that. Okay, this is like so basic, but they have a salami and pesto one. It is my favorite board that they, you know I'm basic. That was like my favorite board they had. So good. I mean, I love that you can get four options per board. And so you can switch with your friends. You can say, you know, hey, I'll take a piece. You try my piece of salami. <laughs> yeah, and I'll take your piece of, what uh, pe- is it? Pepper, pepper jelly. Pepper jelly. <laughs> pepper jelly is like a staple in Louisiana. Like I grew up eating pepper jelly cream uh-huh. cheese with crackers. So this pepper jelly at Postino's is so good. It has that sweet and spicy flavors to it. Oh my gosh, it is so good on their bruschetta that's like it has a little bit of crunch to it but like it's nice and doughy in the center oh my gosh it is so good and then i love they have a a brie and apple one that's you know savory with the brie and then has like the sweetness of the apple so good the bruschetta is also a really nice thing to get on a first date because i think it's kind of romantic to share it is romantic and it's really easy to eat on a first date oh let's talk about that (laughs) you're not like dripping food out like you're it's easy to eat the bread and they cut it for you so you don't have to worry about like shoving your knife through the bruschetta trying Uh, to cut it i love that they cut it for you yes i mean that is so clutch when you're on a date so you're not like oh let me take a massive bite of this and have so much bread in my mouth when johnny's asking me about my dog you know like i i want to take like a small bite and be able to swallow and respond exactly Postino is a great option. Balling on a budget, you get wine and bruschetta. Our third and brand new date spot this week. Our third date night spot is going to be one of my favorite restaurants and such a go-to for me here in Houston. It's called Hay Merchant Mm -hmm. in Montrose. I absolutely love this place. It is such a fun date night spot because they have each night... Depending on like when you go on Monday nights, they do like a TV dinner, which is like kind of fun and interactive. And if you recall, like when we were younger, I don't know how your like your elementary and middle school was, but like we had our cafeteria, you know, we had those cafeteria plates. Right. And so like our TV dinners, we had something in each of the cafeteria sections. Right. Yeah, That makes sense. Yeah. And so they do a Monday night TV dinner with like this like little sectional, you know, they have like your peas or like something, but they make it fun and the food is absolutely delicious. And it's not just one cuisine they have all kinds of stuff one of my favorite things there is the peanut butter wings what yes it is so good i'm like throwing my hands on my face right now it's so good i (laughs) love these peanut butter wings so much and i'm not even a big wing fan yeah they are so good they have the sweetness from the peanut butter and i mean don't worry about getting a little bit sticky and dirty here because you're going to (laughs) they have a little bit of kick on the wings as well. So you have the sweetness from the peanut butter and then they have a nice cake, but it's not too spicy where it's going to kick your tail. It is so well balanced. I love these wings so much. They come in either 6, 12, 30, or 60. Do they only have peanut butter wings? Is that their specialty or do they have other wings as well? Their flavors are peanut butter, classic hot, caramelized fish sauce, and stout <laughs> barbecue sauce. So like this place is not your typical like, oh, I'm here to order just like classic buffalo style. They have the the most unique and flavorful wings. I highly recommend these peanut butter wings. They are a game changer in Houston. Okay, so this whole menu sounds like one of those things that's 
Number one, don't knock it till you try it. And number two, what a fun place to take a date just to show them, look how adventurous I am. If you are a foodie and you know your date is also a foodie, like this is like a foodie date, like dream spot. Totally different. So fun. Now, as always, we just gave you three brand new, amazing date spots to take a first date. And we love giving you restaurants to try out on a first date, but we realized we also need to help you out on the first date. We're going to answer questions about first date etiquette when it comes to restaurants coming up after the break. And I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. From date night to must try restaurants. It's a show all about Houston food and nightlife. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. It's Jesse Watt and Danielle Dubois. And if you have been listening to all of our episodes, which, by the way, if you haven't already, stop. Go to the radio.com app. Listen to the first two episodes. Take notes. Have a snack by your side. You know that we like to start our show by giving you three great date night spots, brand new each week for you and your significant other or your first date. But this week is a little bit different because we're in August now. And if you are unaware, let us make you aware that August is National Romance Awareness Month. I wish I had some romance in my life. Yeah, we might not have the greatest romance in our lives right now, but we're sure going to give you advice on yours. We just gave you all these great date night spots, yet we're not giving you any advice on what to do when you actually get to the restaurant. So you're welcome. Here we are. You're welcome. And we're ready to give you advice on what to do with your first date when you're at the restaurant. So grab a pen and a piece of paper and listen up, kids. Listen up. Let's take some notes. This is five date night questions with Danielle. Are you ready? I am ready. Okay. Danielle is our hangry Houstonian foodie expert, but I also like to look at her as our dating expert. And she's going to give us all some advice right now on the do's and don'ts of going to restaurants on your first date. So Danielle Dubois, our very first question for you. On a first date, do you take leftovers home? I do take leftovers home. If it's a good restaurant and it's good food, why not? Heck yeah. Why not? Why wouldn't you? Why would that be like judged? Yeah. Unless like I feel like we're going to like a part two of a date, like we're going to get drinks afterwards, then I'm not going to take leftovers. No, you don't want to carry it. Yeah. But if I'm going straight home, why not? It was good. Tasted good. I want to try it. I want to have leftovers. Don't be a judgy McJudgy pants. If you go out on a date, boys, you take a girl or girls, you're with a boy who takes food home on his date. Maybe he's bringing it home for his dog, okay? And then he has a dog that you're going to get to hang out with. So don't be judgy. Don't be judgy. Rule number one. Number two. Okay, I feel like this is actually kind of controversial. Does the guy pay on the first date? The guy must pay on the first date or there will be no reply back from (gasps) Danielle Dubois. Stop it. So I will say I always like kind of do the oh let me um let me split it with you you know like the like oh like let me just like uh gradually reach into my purse to like pull out my credit card but oh i even i forgot my purse at home you know (laughs) i actually went out on a date last year and i did that i was like oh let me split it with you and he was like oh cool like um (gasps) yeah you can just venmo me and he like pulled out his phone to venmo request me and this was after like The guy had been like, let's go on a second date, like, and had already planned the second date. So, like, I knew he liked me, right? Like, no guy is is planning the next date 
On the first one. Well, on the first date if he doesn't like you, right? And so then he's like, yeah, sure. Like, And then sends me a Venmo request. Okay? Shut up. He dropped me off at my house. And I, number one, did not accept the Venmo. <laughs> okay? I did not pay it out. And I ghosted him. And I never ghost anybody. But I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, to me, I'm like, who raised you? Right. Okay? Like, I am fully capable of paying my portion of the bill. I'm so passionate about this, y'all. Right. Sorry. She's like, but I'm like, he <laughs> I'm like, who raised you? I'm from South Louisiana. A man should say, okay, I want to treat a woman to dinner if I'm trying to impress her, right? It's not about can a woman pay for the dinner. It's about, hey, I'm trying to court you. I'm trying to impress you, right? I definitely think once you are, you know, have seen each other a few times, I will say, hey, like, let me pick up the bill. And I mean it. Like, I really will pick up the bill. Or like, if I invite you to dinner, then it's on me to pay for the dinner. Right. But if it's a guy asking me on a date, you best believe if he does not pay, then I will not be responding. It's about being a gentleman. It is a you gentleman, to, yes. At least, and like girls, I will say, this might not be like the best advice, but do the wallet dance. Like when the guy the comes to pay the bill and the waiter comes and he sets down the bill, you know darn well you're not paying the bill, but you have to do the little like you pretend to reach for your wallet. It's such a game. Even though you left it in the car. Like you pretend oh like let me and he'll go babe don't worry i got it i got it and you do the are you sure i really don't mind like i can pay or we can split it but you you have to do the wallet dance and pretend as if you have every intention of paying when the lord above knows that there's no money coming out of your bank account tonight absolutely i mean look i think back to that date and i will never forget that i denied venmo i didn't i mean he venmo requested me while we were still at the table (laughs) I was like, because to me, because to me, that is a bigger issue than just like, oh, like, yeah, like, let me like chip in, like, let her like, you know, pay the tip or something. Pay the tip. Yeah. I don't know. I'm a stickler on this. Don't Venmo request me. Like, I'll pay you. But if you request it, I'm like, ugh. Like, if I'm going to just let me pay you, don't request me. we're talking about romance on this segment of, I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry, there is no romance in a Venmo request from a guy. What did he title it? Oh, I don't even know what he titled it. I don't really remember. (laughs) Because, I mean, y'all, I did not message him back. I mean, I left him on red. Poor guy. I mean, if you have Venmo, you know that, like, if you're going to pay someone, it says, what is it for? And you put pizza or whatever. I would love to know what this guy titled. What did he title the Venmo request? Was he like money for the sucky date? (laughs) I mean, I should have Venmo requested him. Pay me $50 for my time and effort that was wasted. Yeah, and the the makeup that I wasted. That's how I think about dates sometimes. It was a waste of makeup. Wasted my spray tan. Like, this is just a mess. Okay, we're going to move on to the third question. Now, what is the protocol on a first date when it comes to ordering drinks? So I like when guys take the lead with drinks. Yes. I typically have a two drink minimum because I don't want to get sloppy. Because if you get sloppy, then guys are going to be like, oh man, this girl's a lush. Like she can't hold it together. You don't, you don't want girls like that, right? Yeah. Because you wouldn't like a guy like that either. Especially if I'm 30 now and guys don't want girls that are just going to be like all over the place, uh, you Mm -hmm. know, at a dinner. So I typically allow the guy to kind of take charge of like, if he's ordering another one, I kind of like follow in suit, but I typically keep it around two drinks. No. As a 24-year-old, I like to both get as schnockered as possible. I'm just kidding. (laughs) We have to take an Uber home because the truth then comes out. Then you really know what kind of guy he is. 
I mean, this is first date, though, so they don't know, right? Like, they don't know you can, like, handle your alcohol. You can't handle your alcohol. So it's a it's, game. It's a game. It's a game of how long can you hide your crazy, because you don't want them to know you're crazy just yet. You want to wait till the third date for that to come out. But, but I don't want to screw like, it up by taking too many green tea shots. I mean, at least that way he know you're a good time, you know? That's but true. It's true. The I'm first down date, to clown. First date, I'm totally kidding. Don't take my advice. Stick to Danielle's two drink maximum. This is something that I know Danielle is very passionate about that I feel the opposite way on. So we have to talk about it. On a date, especially the first date, you're at a restaurant, the food comes out, it's not what you wanted. Do you send it back? So I will always send it back if I don't like it. I don't think it's a rude thing. I don't think it's an inappropriate thing. I think it's just like you are paying for this dish. You might as well get it right. And I think it's almost like you're taking an assertive approach, right? You don't like it a certain way. And so you're saying, hey, like, can I? And you obviously be extremely polite because he is going to be watching how you treat the server. Yes. And so say it in a very polite way. Hey, you know, can you cook this a little bit more? What's your impression, though, as the person on the other side of the table? If your date sends their food back to the kitchen, are you thinking good for you or totally rude? Yeah, I think good for you. I'm like, if it's something that you don't like, then you you make it right. Right. I don't think it's a bad thing. I think that it's kind of like an attractive thing. Like you're taking a stance on like, you know what you like here, right? Like, you know what you like. I know for me, when I get a steak, like if it's not medium rare, it's not the way that I want it. I'm, yeah, I'm there for the date and I'm there to enjoy his company, but like I'm here for like a good meal too, right? And also like being a foodie, like I want to be able to talk about like, oh yeah, I really, you know, I really like this steak. Like I'm so glad we came here and stuff. I don't want to not like it. I mean, the, the restaurant can recook it or something like that. So this is where Danielle and I differ. And it's probably because I'm a little crazier than she is, but I am terrified of confrontation. So the last thing I want to do is have to tell the waiter that it's not what I ordered or it's not cooked the way I like it. I would rather eat food that I don't like. I would suffer through eating a meal that wasn't correct because I'm like, I don't want to say anything because I don't want to be rude. Now, let me say, Danielle and I went out one time. And I swear she's like my boyfriend because <laughs> we go to hey, a restaurant, right? My boyfriend Tyler's listening like, okay, rude. So I ordered a burger at this restaurant and I like things a little bit more well done than Danielle does. They gave me the burger and it, it didn't really look like it was cooked all that well. And Danielle's like, is that what you like? And I go, no, I hate it, but I'm going to eat it. And we're going back and forth. And she's like, Jesse, just let's send it back. Let's get it the way you like it. And I'm near tears. I'm like, no, it's fine. I'll eat it. I don't want to be rude. Like the chef put in time and blah, blah, blah. He probably cooked it with love. Here's what I think is attractive is when the guy will send it back for you. Because you know what Danielle did? She sent it back for me. She got the waiter over and as polite as possible, she said, would you do me a favor and would you just mind cooking this a little bit longer? We like it a little more well done. That's hot. That is hot. Like if you're a boy and a girl doesn't like what she gets and she does the same thing that I do, then no, 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 it's fine. Like I don't mind eating it. Send it back for her. Yeah, because you're taking the lead and you're being assertive. And like girls think that's really attractive, right? And yes. restaurants don't mind if they don't do it correctly. Restaurants don't mind making sure that you are getting the best possible version of their dish. Exactly. Okay, Danielle, my last question I have for you about going on a first date. Now, remember, we're doing this because August is National Romance Awareness Month. So we here at I'm Sorry for What I Said When I Was Hangry are trying to make you aware 
of how to up your romance game. What foods do you avoid when ordering at a restaurant on a first date? Spaghetti. Oh, spaghetti. Any sort of like red sauce <laughs> that might like splatter somewhere is definitely a no go. Just because it's hard to, unless you're like cutting the spaghetti and then you're like thinking about, okay, I need to twirl it and cut it and like etiquette. Do all these different things. It's like, no, I don't want to think about that. Like, I want to be focused in on the conversation and him. So things like spaghetti are just not easy to like eat. Also, like soups, if you're going to like, you know, if you're a slurper, you know, like that's not attractive. If it is something that has a sound, no one wants to listen to somebody eat. Maybe a crunch or like the slurp. That is not attractive whatsoever. Like silence is key when you are eating. Silence is golden. Silence is golden. Okay, so nothing that you're going to have to slurp because sound effects aren't cute, y'all. If you're like me and you spill food a lot, get something that's not going to stain or don't wear white. Because I will tell you, my boyfriend Tyler got spaghetti on our second date and flung it on his shirt. And so for the entire date, he had marinara on his shirt. It's a miracle we're still dating. Don't do it, boys or girls. Don't order spaghetti. Also, things that are that have like a lot of seasoning because it can get stuck in your teeth, like peppery fish or like peppery chicken, stuff like that. If you get like Gross. black pepper stuck in your teeth, you know, keep floss in your car. Yeah. You just don't want to have like that in the back of your mind. Like, oh, my gosh, like do I have a piece of right. Like, I hope black- you are taking notes. Because this is it. This is the stuff for Romance Awareness Month. You Which is so funny, like, that you're listening to romance stuff from me who, like, <laughs> I mean, like, this is comic 101, right? Jesse's been with her boyfriend forever, so, like, maybe we should listen to Jesse's side of the story. But for me, we need well, some work. I got work. a boy flinging sauce on his shirt. I don't know if anyone wants to take my advice either, right? <laughs> Coming up after the break on I'm Sorry for What I Said When I Was Hangry, we found the secret garden. You might not have heard about it because it's a secret. But we're going to make sure to share all of our secrets with you coming up next. Helping us live our best foodie lives. I'm Sorry for What I Said When I Was Hangry. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. It's Jesse Watt and Danielle Dubois. However, most of you probably know our foodie gal here by her Instagram handle. She is Hangry Houstonian. Make sure you give her a follow on Instagram if you're not already stalking her page like the rest of us every time we have to go out to eat. <laughs> we are here to help y'all live your best foodie lives here in Houston. And if you're listening and you're not from Houston, we hope that this gives you one more reason to visit when we can finally travel again. And it's so easy to listen to our show. We have a new one that comes out every Saturday with brand new restaurants, brand new places to try. All you have to say to your smart devices, your Alexa, your Google Home is turn on CBS Sports Radio 650 on radio.com. Now, one of our favorite segments that we've started here on I'm Sorry for What I Said When I Was Hangry is Houston's Hidden Gems. There's so many places in Houston, you can't find all of them. You really can't. We realize that you could live in Houston your entire life and still find new places every day. And when I was thinking about the perfect hidden gem for this week's episode, Secret Garden in Bravery Hall came to my mind. And it is the perfect hidden gem of Houston. I mean, duh. The name is Secret Garden. So it's like no one knows about it. Exactly. We know that a lot of times the best way to find new places is by word of mouth or by our show. And you'll hear of places that you've never heard of before because they're not on the main streets. They're a little bit more hidden. And we want to help you to find these new places like Secret Garden. So 
I'm picturing Secret Garden. I don't know what it looks like, but I hope it matches the expectation in my head, Danielle. I grew up watching the musical Secret Garden. And when I first saw this bar concept, I was like, oh my gosh, this is meeting all of my dreams and expectations. You walk out of Bravery Hall. It's in the back of Bravery Hall, which is downtown. Mm -hmm. And it is a greenhouse with tons of florals. I mean, it is draped in greenery and beautiful flowers. You do not feel like you were in Houston. You feel like you have been transported into the musical Secret Garden. It is incredible. The way you're describing it almost makes me feel like I'm picturing it as a fairy world with all like the little accents, the greenery, the flowers. Like maybe Tinkerbell lives here. It's small and quaint. So you walk up, it's all glass windows, it's draped in the beautiful florals and you're like, man, what do they serve here? Seriously, do fairies drink? Like what's on the menu? (laughs) They have all kinds of different drinks from coffee to cocktails and spritzers. They have Vietnamese coffees. They have lattes. They have all kinds of different flavors. I know that we've talked before about lavender lattes and how much I love lavender lattes. They have that. They have a drink there. It is called a carajillo. And I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing this. Oh my God, say that again. A carajillo. I couldn't eat if I wanted to. A carajillo. Do one more time. uh, A carajillo. I feel like I have to kind of like do a thing, a, a jig, a jig with it. And it is a Mexican coffee. It is a Mexican espresso coffee, and it is divine. It sounds like they have a lot of really cool things on their menu here that might not be as common at other restaurants in Houston. It is different. I mean, I think you can find a carajillo at other Mexican restaurants, but the way they're making it, it's just different than other Mexican restaurants. One of my friends that I went with my first time going, he was like, you got to try this. And it was incredible. Now I've been hooked ever since. Now, if you're planning your night out here, know that this is not a place that's open in the mornings. No, this is going to be like your late afternoon, get a cocktail before dinner or get a cocktail after dinner. Yeah. A really good place to get a cocktail after dinner, actually. If you're downtown, this place is great. And it's open late, which is nice. So if you have a late dinner or you take someone on a date, you can go and have a good time there. Yeah, this place is absolutely incredible. I mean, just the vibes that you're going to get there are just magical. So if you're looking for like a different vibe for a date night and you're downtown, perfect spot. Ladies, plan your outfits before you go because this is totally an Instagram worthy spot. This is a spot you would go just to take pictures for sure. I was just about to say this is an Instagram worthy spot. So if you have like girlfriends coming in from like out of town and y'all want something to do around four o'clock, that's when they open perfect spot to go get a cocktail and then kind of like venture around downtown. Danielle and I will be there next week for a show. To get our Instagram (laughs) pics. Now, if you want to go out really, really late at night and you're not necessarily looking to do Secret Garden, but maybe you're looking to get a little bit rowdier, this is why we have our segment called Bayou Bar Hopping. We know that some of you want to go on dates And some of you want to find places and restaurants in Houston that you've never heard of before. And there's the other group of people that are like, where can I get rowdy? Don't worry. We got you. Every week we do buy you bar hopping. And the best part is that we give you brand new places each week. So, Danielle, our very first spot on buy you bar hopping this week. So our first spot is going to be The Rustic. There's a location downtown and there's also a new location in Uptown Park. Now, I see the Rustic pretty much every time I go downtown and we would go to Astros games. Like, it's such a good place to go, even for food, like, before a game like that. You know, when sports were a thing and you could go to games. Remember that? That was fun. But I've also heard at nighttime, 
it gets pretty crazy. Yeah, so this is going to be a restaurant, but also their bar scene. I mean, it gets rowdy. You walk in and it's like, it's a huge, huge space. They have picnic tables so you can bring a large group of people. They have a stage. They have bands. And they're open right now during COVID. So I know that a lot of my friends are looking for stuff to do, obviously being safe, but they're looking for stuff to do. And the Rustic has been a hot spot for people to go to because it is still open since it is a restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. This is a really good spot to go if you're feeling the itch to get out of your house, but you want to be safe and socially distant. The Rustic would probably be a good spot for maybe you and one, two of your friends. Wear a face mask. Be safe. Don't ruin it for the rest of us. Use hand sanitizer. (laughs) Purell, everything in sight. Now, I've actually never been to the Rustic before. So, Danielle, what kind of drinks could I expect to get at the Rustic? They have some really fun cocktails. They have a Corona Rita, which is a massive margarita glass, right? It's a massive margarita and has a Corona beer in the margarita. So you are getting a mixture of flavors. Oh, good Lord. What's the what's the rule? It's either beer before liquor, liquor never you never sicker. sicker, liquor before beer, you're, you're in, in the, the clear. clear. All that stuff is false. <laughs> it's drink it at the same time and pray for the best. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And then they also have a Remy Rita, which comes with a popsicle, but you can actually get any one of their drinks and add a popsicle in for like a dollar or two more. And it's so much fun. You have a popsicle in your cocktail. I don't know what about that makes it so much fun, but you're right. Like, I don't even care if I have a water. I'm like, bring me a popsicle, please. I would like an orange one in my drink. It just makes it so much fun. You kind of feel like a kid, right? You're drinking a alcoholic beverage with a popsicle in it. I How fun is that? Do that? They know our inner child is like screaming to come out. They're like, you want a popsicle? Absolutely. Your Sprite? Sure, let's get a popsicle. Let, let's do a popsicle. <laughs> Let me take a picture from my Instagram. What's our second spot on Bayou Bar Hopping this week? Our second spot is going to be High and Dry, which is a rum bar downtown. It's going to be up a flight of stairs, so make sure you don't miss it. You walk up the flight of stairs, really cool long bar area. It's not a huge space. And then they have like a fun little patio. Nice. It's it's more of a quiet space. It's just yeah. not like a Yeah. Right? <laughs> it, it, actually, I take that back. It can turn up. I I take that back. It can turn up. But like throughout the day and like early nighttime, it's not too rowdy. But then it kind of like once once the drinks start hitting, you know, that's when it gets a little rowdy. But it is a rum bar. So it has kind of those tiki vibes. What's um, a rum bar? Rum. Like the alcohol, like the liquor rum. Yeah. So like rum are, it's in a lot of tiki drinks. Okay. So it's a little like. Hawaiian, like if Hawaiian, I showed up. Tiki vibes. Yeah. So they have a lot of like, some of their drinks are like Coco Loco and Thai drinks. So if I showed up in LA, I wouldn't get funny Exactly. Looks. Yeah. Perfect example is like something's going to be set on fire. You know, like they have something that they're going to like light on fire and it's going to be delicious. Watch your hair, ladies. Pull back. Pull back. You like don't want t- nothing Pina Colada vibes. Pina if you like pina coladas, da, 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 and getting caught in the rain, da, 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 da. Okay. Danielle didn't want to join me on that one. Okay. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Danielle, what's our third and our final spot on Bayou Bar Hopping this week? Third spot is going to be LaGrange, which is like an OG spot in Houston. Right. If you are a Houstonian and you don't know about LaGrange, you've been missing out. It is in Montrose <laughs> and it is such a cool vibe. So they have food there. So it's still open right now during COVID. They have awesome margaritas. Any place with a good margarita is just like the move on the weekend. Like that is a respectable drink to order at the bar. Get me a margarita. Especially here in Houston. Like if you're known for good margaritas in Houston, like right. you've like earned your keep. 
Right. Now, I can't picture what this place looks like. So this place, it has an indoor space. It's a pretty large restaurant. It's indoor-outdoor space. They have picnic tables outside. They have games. They have a bar outside, actually. They have a bar space outside and a bar space inside. So if you're like, no, sis, it's too hot outside. Right. My hair going to freeze. <laughs> have you seen this? <laughs> <laughs> then stay inside, hit with the AC. Perfect. Ladies, you know you relate. Now, we have all of the addresses of these places coming up next after we give you our our cocktail of the week after the break. So make sure you grab a piece of paper and a pen so number one, you can write down the recipe for this cocktail. Share your pictures with us at Hanger Houstonian and JessieWatt965 on Instagram. You can also write down the addresses of all the places you have to visit this week. It's all coming up next and I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. What should you be sipping on this weekend? It's time for cocktails. Welcome back to our third episode of I'm Sorry for What I Said When I Was Hangry with Jesse Watt and Danielle Dubois. One of our favorite ways to close out our show is to give you guys the best cocktail of the week. And I think Danielle, our very own hangry Houstonian, has found the coolest cocktail. Can we even call it a cocktail? It's almost like a snack. It is a snack. It's it's an alcoholic snack. It's I like an that. I like that. Snack, right? I'm here so, for it. Earlier in the show, we were talking about how at the Rustic, they had this margarita and they have different drinks with popsicles in it. And we think that is so fun because it brings out your inner kid no matter what drink you're ordering. Everyone wants a popsicle in their drink, right? Absolutely. Our cocktail this week isn't exactly a drink with a popsicle in it. It's more of like a popsicle itself. <laughs> this week, our cocktail is going to be a margarita popsicle. It's like our snack of the week, our alcoholic snack of the week. <laughs> So fun. I love it. It's like a poolside drink, but also a snack. Can you imagine like sitting by the pool, just licking this popsicle and everyone's like, what is that? You're like, oh, it's a margarita, actually. Thanks for noticing. Yeah, I'm not drinking today. I'm actually eating. It's fine. I'm eating. This is our Saturday snack. So, Danielle, how do we make margarita popsicles? So the ingredients you're going to need to make your margarita popsicle, you're going to need a cup of orange juice, a half a cup of tequila, if you're like me, maybe a cup, um, <laughs> one fourth a cup of lime juice, a zest of a lime, two to three tablespoons of agave, maple syrup or honey. So take your pick on which one you like. Oh, this is a lot of ingredients. You know, it's going to be good. Now, you're also going to need one of those popsicle makers if you don't have one. Get them really cheap anywhere. Kroger, H-E-B. Target. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. They're all over the place with all it being over. summer. Yeah, seriously. So you just mix all of these things together and put it in or what? So there's four easy steps in a bowl. You're going to combine all the ingredients. You're going to pour the mixture evenly into the popsicle molds, and then you're going to freeze them for an hour. And then once they come out, then you're going to give each popsicle a little stir and put a little lime zest on the bottom. Oh, so that's like if you want to get real fancy. I feel like I don't have the patience for that. I'll probably just whip it right out without any of this this zest nonsense that's for like a real fancy saturday if you want to if you're feeling zesty yeah put a little extra zest i feel like yeah. you and i are definitely the extra zest type Just of ladies a little bit of extra zest a that's all you blood, need a little God. extra i'm really excited to try and make these because i feel like this is a drink that hopefully fingers crossed you can't really screw up i think they're fun I think you can take pictures with them. It's cool to impress your friends with them if they come over to go swimming with you to put a little extra popsicle in their drink and they're going to go, okay, Martha Stewart. (laughs) Also, you can add a little salt on top Mm. or a little bit of sugar. I like sugar on the rim of my margarita. Yeah. You can go sugar or you can go salt. Make it extra, extra with your zest and your sugar or your salt. It's almost like taking a tequila shot, but with a popsicle. You know how you put the salt on your thumb and you go, okay, lick the salt. Take the shot, take the lime. It's just going to be like 
Lick the salt, lick the popsicle. Lick the salt, lick the popsicle. If y'all make these popsicles, please message me and let me know how the rest of your day or night goes after eating these popsicles. I want to know how your night evolves after these popsicles. I mean, this is one of those things. It's almost like when you soak gummy bears in vodka and you never really know how much you're like, be careful, be safe, because you never really know how much you're actually drinking. AKA measure your tequila before you pour it in. And if you do... Send it to Hangry Houstonian on Instagram so we can see your beautiful masterpiece. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. Time to slide into Danielle's DMs. We love getting your DMs when it comes to cocktail of the week, whether it's an idea that you have that you want to send us for us to feature on the show next week, or you just want to show us the places that you've gone that we've recommended. We love seeing those DMs. However, don't send the weird DMs, and the creepy DMs because we dive into Danielle's DMs and we might just talk about you. Now, we have a disclaimer to make because on last week's episode, it was Danielle's birthday week and we talked about how you can't do certain things once you turn 30. Danielle, what did you say in last week's episode? I said Midtown. Midtown. You can't do Midtown after 30. You cannot do Midtown after 30. Now, why? Because you are going to feel like a grandma. (laughs) Amongst the children that are there for their internships over the summer. Now, if you're one of those children with an internship, first of all, same. Like, I will be in Midtown taking those green tea shots with you every weekend. I love Midtown. I'm down to get down in Midtown. But I understand that maybe once you reach a certain age, there's certain parts of Houston, certain bars that you feel maybe too old to go to. I've heard people say, it's just not my scene anymore. What was the last DM you got about what you couldn't do? It was like, I can't do blank now that I'm 30. I had somebody message me and tell me that Washington is off limits past 30. And I was like, that's too far. You have you have now gone too far. <laughs> it was a shot to my pride because if you know me, you know that like you can find me at Handlebar getting rowdy on a Friday or Saturday night. That is my spot. Love it. And I'm 30 and I'm OK with being at handlebar rocking next to a 24 year old and feeling right feeling cool feeling great feeling flirty so here's the thing danielle is like ride or die for the heights she loves the heights so i think this was like a real shot to like her heart right here so listen up and listen good just because you're 30 doesn't mean that you can't go to these places you want to go to midtown you go to midtown you want to put on your crop top and your heels and you want to shake your booty on the dance floor you shake that booty like you're only as old as you feel. And we realized that when someone came for the heights. <laughs> I love Washington. I live on Washington. So for me, I was like, don't tell me I can't have my Washington bars anymore. You can take Midtown. Have them. Have the bars. <laughs> have the Midtown bars, but not my Washington bars. Don't take that from me just not yet. The Washington. Okay. So life lesson is if you're 30, you can still go to Washington because Danielle says so. Screw it. Let's rage. And if anyone looks at you funny, you tell them. That Jesse Watt and Danielle Dubois from I'm Sorry for What I Said When I Was Hangry said it was okay. It's the seal of approval. And then take a green tea shot in our honor. Be goals. Be okay. Goals. I feel like I'm 30 years old and if I'm raging taking green tea shots at Handlebar, I want somebody that's 24 to look at me and be like, I want to be like her when I'm 30 years old still taking green tea shots at Handlebar. I do look at you like that, Danielle. Thank Every you. weekend. I, I'm like, God, I want to be her. Thank you, Jesse. I, I appreciate it. You're that. so welcome. Yep. We just had a moment. We did. Actually, we did. Thank you. I can't wait till bars open up again and you I and I know. go out. I mean, this has been... It's been a long couple of months, hasn't it? <laughs> 
We know we gave you a lot of information in today's episode on a lot of different restaurants, whether it was spots for a first date, a hidden gem in Houston, or something for you to dream of at night for when bars finally open up. We have all those addresses for you. So while we give you a second to grab a paper, grab a pen, we want to share with you something really cool and really special we have coming up for next week. It is August 1st, which means we're in Houston Restaurant Weeks. And for those of you who don't know, Houston Restaurant Weeks was founded by a really incredible woman whose name is Cleverly Stone. Cleverly, unfortunately, lost her battle to cancer this year, and Houston Restaurant Weeks is still going on in her honor, and we're so excited to be able to celebrate her in this way and to be able to keep her memory and this dream and this awesome thing that she has started alive. So next week, we are so excited to be able to welcome Cleverly's daughter, Katie Stone, to the show, and we're going to let her kind of explain her mom's dream, how she's started it, give you the ins and outs and tips about Houston Restaurant Week and how to navigate it. Especially if this is your first time being a part of it, you're going to want to make sure you tune in to this really special episode. Yeah, it's so fun to participate in it each year and give back to the food bank because that's what all the donations are going back to the Houston uh-huh. Food Bank. So you're eating for a good cause. <laughs> Nothing better. Eating for Exactly. I, normally we're just, you know, eating for what? To make myself fat. But now <laughs> we're eating for a good cause. I know. I always say like I'm drinking for Jesus. Well, we're eating for a good cause this week. I'm going to get a tattoo of that. Drinking for Jesus. There's a sign on Bourbon Street. Gosh, my mom's going to be so mad about this episode. There's a sign on Bourbon Street that I held up when I was 15 years old that said we're drinking for Jesus. Now I'm oh, Catholic and I was in a nun outfit and I <laughs> held up this sign. Gosh, my mom's going to kill me. Mom, I'm so sorry. My mom's okay. going to kill me. Just turn down the volume for five seconds. Turn it back down. But we're drinking for Jesus. We're eating for the Houston Food Bank. We're doing all the good (laughs) things in the month of August. I can't. It's too good. It's too good. (laughs) And yes, Jesse, I will post the picture of me in the nun outfit at 15 years old on Hangry Estonian holding the two for five drinking for Jesus. I'm going to make it my background on my phone. Please do. I can't wait for this. It's going to be so good. Okay. So don't miss our fourth episode next week. Every Saturday it comes out. Now, Danielle is getting ready to ramble off all these addresses of the places we have given you this week. So get out a pen, a paper, the notes on your phone, whatever you're doing to make sure you have it all. So date night spots was the first thing we covered this week. Three brand new spots. 60 Vines was number one. 2540 University Boulevard in Rice Village. And our second date night spot. Second date night spot is Postino's. There's two locations. I typically go to the one in the Heights at 642 Yale Street. Okay, perfect. And our third date night spot. Hey Merchant is going to be at 1100 Westheimer. The place we chose for Houston Hidden Gems this week is legitimately hidden because it's the secret garden. I feel like you have to whisper that. The secret garden. We found it. And it's at (laughs) 409 Travis Street. (laughs) Planning your night out for you here on I'm Sorry for What I Said When I Was Hangry on Bayou Bar Hopping. The Rustic was our first spot this week. The Rustic has two locations. Their new location is going to be at 1121 Uptown Park. Perfect. Our next Bayou Bar Hopping spot. High and Dry at 306 Main Street, Suite 200. And our final spot, LaGrange, it's going to be at 2517 Ralph Street. Perfect. 
all the places you need. Make sure you give Danielle a follow on Instagram. Her handle is at hangryhoustonian. She posts a lot of pictures on her stories and her page of all the places we talk about on the show. You can follow myself at jessiewatt965 on Instagram. We want to give a big thank you to our executive producers, Chase Murphy and Sarah Frazier. Thank y'all so much for listening, and we'll see you next Saturday. Cheers, guys. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. With Jesse Watt and Danielle Dubois, make sure to listen Saturday morning at 9 a.m. on CBS Sports Radio 650, 95.7 HD3, or on the Radio.com app. Download it today.